Get ready to hear the truth about America. A new show that isn't allergic to the facts. The Bold Conservative. Now, here is your host, James Ledbetter. And welcome to the Bold Conservative Show. We have a show in store for you today. Hypocrite leftist activist Sarah Silverman fired for sporting blackface. And Epstein's cellmate was transferred out the day before he committed suicide. Buckle up. This is the Bold Conservative Show. Good morning, everybody. So, as you may be aware, leftist actress Sarah Silverman was fired from back in the day when she did a show sporting blackface. Now, I'm for free speech, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. However, this is the point. The left has pushed this until it is back uh, backlashing on them now. Liberal comedian and actress Sarah Silverman admitted political correctness came back to bite her when she was booted from a movie over a photo of her in blackface. Speaking to the Bill Simmons podcast last Friday, Silverman recounted how she lost the chance to star in a unidentified film due to a skit she did in 2007 for Comedy Central's The Sarah Silverman Show, in which she wore blackface. Now, I think it's fair to point out that back when she was doing her own show, on Comedy Central, what she did, everybody, even even the left, thought that that was funny, that she did that because what she was doing was she was making fun of racist people, and she was bringing, and please don't think that I'm defending Sarah Silverman. I I dislike Sarah Silverman, and I never have liked her. I haven't liked anything that she says, but see, here's the thing. We live in a country with free speech, and I'm for free speech. No matter whose free speech it is, I'm for it. When I'm out on the street doing uh, my Man on the Street segments, I I have people coming at me and protesting what I have to say, protesting me in general. I feel they have a right to do that, and I don't have a right to try and stop them. But the point is, is Sarah Silverman has been this advocate and pushing this madness, this political correctness madness on everybody. Uh, She's a part of the 
cancel culture, cancel culture, where the left they advocate for someone's show to be canceled because of what they did in their past. Now, Sarah Silverman isn't the only one that has done this blackface routine. Many, many other leftist stars that are advocating and and condemning people who dress in blackface, they condemn them, but they themselves have done it in their past. Ralph uh, Nordstrom, uh, the governor of Virginia, he was... We're not clear whether he was actually in the blackface or whether he was wearing the KKK hood. Either way, he did something that the left would condemn the right for doing. And this is the hypocrisy of the left. What are you going to do? What are they going to do? Are they going to keep doing this until it turns around and then starts biting them? Because nobody is perfect. Everybody has done something in their past that they're not proud of. Everybody has done something in their past, made mistakes, said things that they shouldn't have said. Everybody. And we're starting to find out that the people on the left, that includes them too. And, but they want to hide their past, see. <clears throat> so this is, this is what Sarah Silverman said. Uh, on the Bill Simmons podcast. I recently was going to do a movie, a smart part, a sweet part, she said. Then at 11 p.m. the night before, they fired me because they saw a picture of me in blackface from that episode. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but this Sarah Silverman in blackface has been going around on the internet since the left has started this foolishness i've seen that picture of sarah silverman in blackface probably a million times yet all of a sudden now her producers see that she did this and they fired her because of it folks this world is is going to hell in a handbasket And the left is trying to lead us there as fast as they possibly can. So here's the thing. We have to stand up for what is right, regardless of who it's against or who it's for. And then Sarah Silverman said this. And I was just, I didn't fight it, she added. I said... Hey, I actually addressed this last year in an episode of my show. But listen, I'm not that person anymore. You know, I didn't go to a effing Halloween party in the 80s in blackface. I was doing an episode about race. Do you know? Now I understand it's never okay and blah, blah, blah. So she didn't learn anything. From this, she didn't learn anything at all. Basically, what she's doing here is she's trying to justify what she did. Which there's nothing wrong with it. But she's trying to justify what she did. She's trying to get the redemption redemption from her, uh, her uh, 
leftist counterpart so that she can go on bashing President Trump and President Trump supporters. That she, she hasn't learned anything. The fact that uh, that she uh, ended that specific paragraph with and blah, 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 means she didn't learn anything. She hasn't learned from this. So in, in the episode, Silverman's eponymous character wanted to see if she'd be treated better as a black person than a Jewish person. In the same interview, Silverman also lamented and canceled, uh, lamented the cancel culture that has taken down comedians like Roseanne Barr, whose show was canceled over a tweet. As you may recall, Roseanne Barr uh, didn't didn't compare Valerie Jarrett to an ape. She just said she looked like an ape. And for that, she lost her show. And the Roseanne show is just a bomb now without Roseanne. You can't have the Roseanne show without Roseanne. So people just quit watching. So the thing, the moral of this story is be careful what you push for because it's always going to come back and bite you later on down the road. But the leftists, they keep ignoring this. They keep ignoring this and like it doesn't exist. They claim that they have the moral high ground and no matter what we do, we can never equal them. They think they're better than us culturally. They think they're better than us spiritually they think they're better than us financially and they think they're better people than we are think about this for a minute all of these democrats coming out crying about kids in cages they ignore the fact that obama put kids in cages they ignore that but they their disingenuous concern for these children coming across the border is ridiculous it is so disingenuous for the simple fact that the same ones that are crying and weeping and uh, pissing and moaning over the, the kids uh, at the border, uh, which if you ask me, we live in a culture where everyone has a cell phone with a camera on it and can't nobody take a picture. Can't nobody take a picture of these kids being treated bad. Don't you find that odd? But these are the same ones that are pushing for uh, the murder of babies before or after they are born. Before or after they are born. So the fact that they think that they want they want you to think that they care about these children is crazy. That's the hypocrisy of the left, and that's just one of many examples going on in the news cycle this week. I mean, think about this for a minute. You have Sarah Silverman spent a lifetime uh, bad-mouthing and bashing people that she didn't agree with, uh, and then, you know, she finally, it finally catches up to her. And like I say, I'm I'm not glad this happened to her. She should be able to say what she wants. She shouldn't lose her job because of some words that she spoke in the past. Free speech means free speech. 
And I was watching a uh, segment on a show the other day where there was a debate going on about free speech. And the person, one person was from Germany and the other person was from here in America. And they were talking about how Germany didn't have free speech. And the German said, of, of course, of course we have free speech. And that's not true. There's people being arrested daily for the words that they say, whether it be online or whether it be on the street and somebody turns them in. If you say the wrong thing in Germany, you're going to go to jail. You're going to have a fine. So that's not free speech. America has a First Amendment, which say, which states that we can congregate, we can speak the words that we want to speak without limit. We can say whatever we want to say, and we shouldn't be able to see it's discrimination and against our civil rights to fire us from a job when we said something that the, the boss disagrees with, and now he wants to fire us. That's against our First Amendment rights, which is crazy. So think about that when you hear these leftists uh, crying about this, you know, uh, this cancel culture. They, they're calling uh, uh, Tucker Carlson's sponsors, trying to get them to bounce on him. And, and it's the same way with just about every Fox show. You have these people calling their sponsors, which I think sponsor. well, you, you can't really block sponsors because you have to uh, advertise for the sponsors. So they're going to know the sponsors regardless. I'm just saying these sponsors knew what they were sponsoring before they started sponsoring. They knew who the person was and they knew that their brand would be advertised. It's all a part of a big game. And it's getting worse and worse and worse. And Sarah Silverman is a big part of it. Now it's happening to her and she and she can't stand it. She cannot stand it. It's like she's starting to lose her mind now because now it's happening to her. See, that just goes to show that the left is is do as I say, not as I do. And if I disagree with what you say, you are a racist and I'm going to try to get you fired from your job so that you can't feed your family, so that you can't pay your bills. I mean, you have all of these uh, financial institutions refusing to handle the money transactions for conservatives. You have Twitter, you have Facebook, you have YouTube, all banning conservatives because they don't like what conservatives have to say. Say. Free speech. What happened to that? They're trying to kill it. And they're killing it uh, from, the, from the back roads there. From behind the scenes. They're trying to kill our free speech. We have to keep speaking up and saying what we want to say and not caring what all these people think about us. Because think about the people that are protesting, say, Tucker Carlson's, uh, boycotting Tucker Carlson's sponsors. These people don't even watch Tucker Carlson's show to begin with. 
So if you're sponsoring Tucker Carlson's show, nine times out of ten, these crazy people aren't even going to see your advertisement. The ones that are going to see your advertisement are the ones that are watching his show, like-minded individuals, and not Sarah Silverman. I'm pretty sure Sarah Silverman isn't taking time out of her busy uh, activist schedule to watch Tucker Carlson tonight. I'm pretty sure. So here's the thing. We have to keep standing up for our First Amendment rights, bold conservatives. We have to keep on until until we can't move anymore, that we, we can't let them get a stronghold on our rights. They're trying to take our First Amendment. They're trying to take our Second Amendment. Now they're trying to say that, hey, they have First Amendment rights, but we can't. As conservatives, we can't have First Amendment rights. They protest us when we try to uh, speak at a university. They, they boycott anybody that has anything to do with us. If you are, if you are involved in a company that sponsors Tucker Carlson and the left finds out that you're involved with that company, you're going to receive the backlash. So since you're going to receive the backlash anyway, just stop caring. Stop giving these people voice. Stop giving these people the shadow of a doubt. So the, you know, and absolutely do not apologize. Do not apologize because it doesn't do any good. If you apologize in their eyes, you are guilty of what they're accusing you of. And then they get worse. They get worse. So never apologize for saying what, what you want to say. And it's not like, you know, your views change because people started picking on you. You still have the same views, which is which is true for anybody, me, you, anybody else. So let's just keep that in mind. <clears throat> Next, I want to talk about uh, Epstein, and we're going to dab a little bit into this because I'm trying to stay away from the Epstein saga because there's a lot of conspiracy theories going around but this is reported from Fox News Jeffrey Epstein's cellmate was transferred out the day before the billionaire sex trafficker allegedly committed suicide meaning there was no witnesses to observe it what a stunning coincidence and Fox News said Fox News wrote, a correctional officer at the New York City prison that was housing Jeffrey Epstein didn't check in on him for hours leading up to his apparent suicide. So what you have, you have, they moved Jeffrey Epstein's uh, cellmate out the night before he committed suicide. You had these corrections officers that weren't checking up on him regularly like they were supposed to be doing. And they didn't check on him at all leading up to his apparent, uh, the hours of his apparent suicide on Saturday. This occurred after his cellmate was transferred for reasons that were not immediately clear. Epstein, 66, 
was found unconscious in his cell at the Metropolitan Correction Center and later pronounced dead, raising questions about how the wealthy financier imprisoned on sex trafficking charges, which is high profile, by the way, could have been able to kill himself while in a high security facility just over two weeks after being placed on suicide watch. <clears throat> so get this, okay? Jeffrey Epstein, he's charged he's charged with uh sex trafficking of minors. Sex trafficking of minors, which is uh pretty close to a capital crime. He is a billionaire and he is well known to many, many people that wish him dead. So he is a high profile case. Even if he wasn't on suicide watch, he still should he he still should have been somewhere so that he could go through all of this. Because word has it and this is just something I've heard. I haven't, I haven't found anything confirming this, but just keep this in the back of your mind. Je Jeffrey Epstein apparently was about to start talking and exposing some really high-profile Democrats like Bill Clinton, uh, 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 the owner of uh, Windows, uh, whatever his name is. I really don't pay attention to the business part. But <clears throat> think about that for a minute. These high-profile Democrats were about to be exposed. They would have went through years and years of investigations and still might, and still might, because Bill Barr has made an oath to look into all of these accusations so we're going to hear a lot about this and we're going to hear about this from years from now. And this is going, this is really big because you have all of these high profile people participating in uh, child pornography, participating in uh, child prostitution, participating in kidnapping of minors. These are really big things, and these Democrats are, are in over their head. They know they're exposed, and, and they know that their time is limited. So if the Democrats, these Democrats think that they're free and clear, I'm pretty sure that they have everything they need from Epstein. I mean, what was they expecting, you know, they didn't they don't need Epstein's testimony. They have all the evidence they need back in uh Epstein's uh island, back in his home <clears throat> on that island. They have videotapes, they have uh footage of all sorts of things. They have paperwork, they have records of who was there, who was not there, who was with who, who saw who and you know, you know the you know the routine. So keep that in mind. <clears throat> it was also revealed that correctional officers working at the prison didn't check on Emstead for hours before his suicide, despite being required to do so every 30 minutes. So I wonder how long 
See, they say hours. Fox says hours. And within one hour, he was supposed to have been checked on twice. And it didn't happen. Some have blamed overworked guards for the inability to check on Epstein. But only one other inmate at the facility successfully carried out a suicide attempt in the last 21 years. So one other person, only one other person besides Epstein was able to kill herself. Epstein was taken off suicide watch at the end of July, despite supposed attempting to kill himself a week before. See, every time I've ever been paying attention, and, and, and I've been in jail a couple of times, when, when they put someone on suicide watch, that person stays on suicide watch for a long time. A long time because they are responsible for this person's well-being. And they have to keep this person from committing suicide so that they can stand trial. So how long was Epstein on suicide watch? That's, and, and, and it just is kind of convenient that they just let him off suicide watch. Uh, apparently all of the cameras malfunctioned all at the same time. Uh, they had just moved Epstein's roommate out of his cell. And the guards just so happened to not check on him for a few hours. And I also heard that uh, there was one inmate that actually heard screaming coming from Epstein's cell the night he supposedly killed himself. This is stuff that we need to be paying attention to, folks, because the left is on a mission to lie, cheat, and steal. And they're not going to stop until... They get what they want. They want power. They want all the power. And if someone is standing in their way of receiving that power, you have Epstein. I'm not saying that uh, Epstein's a victim of the uh, the Clinton crime family, uh, but I, I wouldn't rule it out either. In other words, if I was Bill Barr, I would be investigating this furiously. And diligently. I wouldn't stop until I figured out what was going on. Well, that's all the time we have for today. I hope you enjoyed the show. Remember now, keep this in mind. We're here, and we're not going anywhere, and we need your help. Every platform that we are on is censoring conservatives. And I really need your help because airtime costs money. Equipment costs money. Uh, so just keep that in mind. Uh, there's many ways to support us. But the main way is to share our content with everybody you know. Well, that's all the time we have for today. I thank you all, you bold conservatives, for, for listening to me today. And every day. Tune in tomorrow, same time, same place. We have a wonderful, crazy show in store for you tomorrow. I thank you all for listening, and all of you have a great, great day. But first, take a moment to check out our merch. 
Hi, Bold Conservatives. This is James Ledbetter, the host of the Bold Conservative Show. Take a moment to check out our custom t-shirts designed by us and sold on Bonfire. Each shirt is designed with Bold Conservatives in mind. You can buy a tee with the custom Bold Conservative logo on it or a Vote Trump Pence 2020 tee. We even have a Just Say No to Socialism tee. Make a bold statement by sporting these high-quality tees designed by me. Each tee created at Bonfire is a premium unisex tee, a classic crew neck t-shirt usually by Next Level Apparel. This shirt is made with a 60-40 blend of cotton and poly. All tees are combed and ring-spun for a soft texture and premium feel. You can purchase tees individually or order custom tees directly and take advantage of their bulk discounts. Don't see what you're looking for? Don't worry. We have more designs on the drawing table now. Get your tees today while supplies last. The links will be in the show description below.